Bum, 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 bum. We're on for another episode of the Whatever Works. Uh, what? God damn it! I've, I've memorized saying that so much for my last podcast, but it's just Whatever Works with Jamie. Should I just switch it back to Whatever Works podcast? It rings so well. The Whatever Works podcast with Jamie Marino, or Whatever Works with Jamie Marino. Whatever Works with Jamie Marino. Would you like that one yeah. better? Really? Okay. Okay. Well, that second voice that you're hearing right now is the hilarious. The svelte, whoa, <laughs> and the very uh, positive, or I don't know, fun to be around guy, Brian Matthews. Welcome to the pod, dude, dude. Thank you for letting me be your first guest. Yeah, I'm. I'm really excited to have you on, and I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Like, I I really like you as a person, Aww. but <laughs> but it's kind of for a selfish reason. Okay. You, you heard that laugh that you just did right there? Oh God damn it! Whenever I hear that up on stage, <laughs> I know I'm doing something right. <laughs> Like, like, like okay. it's a big thing. It's like, I, I like, it, there's certain comics out in the comedy scene that have this distinct laugh. Yeah. Yourself? Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Kenny? Yeah, Kenny has a one. And then uh, he's not really here all too often anymore. Uh, Rest in peace. <laughs> 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 Different person. Different oh, okay. person. Okay, uh, fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on his name, but he's got the mustache. He's kind of chubby, and he laughs like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, Marlon Star? Yeah. Spencer Marlon Star. Yeah, Spencer Marlon Star. Whenever yeah. I hit those notes, I know I'm doing good, but, I mean, Spencer's really easy. <laughs> I, like anything I do, and yeah, <laughs> he spreads them out for just anybody. Real you know? chuckle fucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get it. I because I, I I feel the same way when I like hear Kenny laugh or like Sasha laugh. Like there's certain people like in comedy when you hear you know their laugh. Like I can listen to my recordings and yeah, hear certain laughs. I'm like, oh okay. Yeah, and, and it like, makes you feel good, right? Because like there's the generic laughter, and then there's the like. Distinct laughter. It's like almost guttural. It yeah, comes, it comes from deep. Like it's a real laugh. Yeah, you know. And do you know what's crazy? I didn't always used to laugh like this. Really? Too. Yeah. How do? You, can you? Uh, okay. Before you explain why, can you still do your old laugh? I don't even remember it. It's really? probably just like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's me. Yeah, that's, that's me right now. <laughs> like if I'm in a silly mood and just things are making me laugh, I'll just start going. <laughs> 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 I know exactly what you're talking about. That's I love that laugh too. It's funny. Like, <laughs> it's a, it's a, like whenever I'm with my family, they they always like they'll be like laugh, and I'll be like I don't feel like it. They'll <laughs> 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 just jump into it. Like I can't help it. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, man. Thank you. You're my first guest. Yeah. No pressure. Oh my god. No pressure. No pressure. Just positive vibes. There, Put it out into the world. We got this. We got this. Affirmations. There's a lot of people listening to there's this like, right now. There's like, I don't even know how many people. At <laughs> least 10. Dude. Ac according to the algorithm. Hey. <laughs> Hi, friends. Hi. So 10 people are listening. But this ain't no shit for you, dude. You've been in the comedy scene for a minute now, right? Mm -hmm. How long have you been doing comedy for? Uh, five years now. Five years. Yeah. Okay, sweet. And what what got you into comedy to even begin with? Um, that's so crazy because, like, when I was a little... I've always wanted to do it when I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. Like, I've just kind of just always seen stand-up, and like, I've always wanted to do it. But then 
growing up, I felt like I fell into that trap of like, get a job that you can depend on and that you can pay your bills with. Yep. And I was like trying to like figure out what I want to do. And like, I wanted to become a linesman, like those people that work on uh, electrical lines and stuff really? like that. That was your big goal? Kind of, just <laughs> because like they make a lot of money and there's oh, always really? work for them. Because like when hurricanes come through and stuff like that, natural disasters, yeah. they get pulled out from all around the country to go fix the lines and stuff. Oh, the unsung heroes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, I, uh, maybe I'll do that as a job. Okay, and that's then, cool. And then I got really sad and depressed and suicidal. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, well, I feel like I'm just going to take my life. I was like, I remember specifically driving to work and I was like speeding up my car and like I got to 90 and I was wondering what angle should I tilt my head in for the airbag to deploy and snap my neck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, that, whoa. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, well, if I'm going to do that, I should probably try stand up first. I was like, okay. I wanted to do that when I was a little kid. So why oh, don't we, there you go. why don't we do that? Damn. Okay. Well, I'm glad you chose the alternative. Well, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. That see, this this is exactly okay. Before we even started the podcast, we were kind of talking about this because, like, that, that's my whole vibe. Is the everybody's depressed these days, right? I mean, kind of, but it. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. But it's just such a weird thing. Like, was everyone wasn't this depressed back in the day, right? Like, were there the like during <laughs> like during the Renaissance when people were just dying left and right? Like during the Black Plague, were people yeah. pretty happy? Like were they, or is everyone just sad all the time? Like, is it just more documented sadness now? Like, yeah. it's just more documented. Like, because we all have social medias and we all have sad boys and sad girl accounts. You might be right. You might be right. But because, like, when I watch Game of Thrones, and that is my like history documentary <laughs> right there. That's how. That's my history class. Yeah, that's all. The peasants look pretty sad. You know, like they're yeah. barely surviving. Even the rich people feel sad. You yeah, Do you right. watch Game of Thrones? I have seen the first episode five times. <laughs> That's it? Uh, and then I watched like uh, 70% of the first season. Okay. And but the, you were really obsessed with that first episode. You know what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could say that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is it the... Okay. I, I don't want to assume things here. Okay. I don't are you want... assuming my gender, Jamie? No. <laughs> but are you into, are you into incest, dude? Am I into incest? Because that 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 was like the first thing in that episode. Oh no! But <laughs> I'm just into killing kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's a great. End. I'm surprised you didn't watch the show all the way to the ending. Then no, nah, what? No, nah, so many kids die. <laughs> just like all of them, pretty much. <laughs> I know. I don't even want to. I feel bad for saying that because I feel like if I play. It's too late, dude. I'm not. I don't edit this. I know. I feel like if I play around like that so much, like actual people are like, oh, but you said that you like that. I'm like, okay. It's a joke. I get it. I get it. And it, you know what? I, I have that same mentality a lot of the times, too, especially with this podcast where I'm like very open about shit. Mm -hmm. And but there's like part of me that's like, like there's this there's going to be this episode where I'm going to have. Um, Wayne Broadway, I okay. think is his name. Uh, he's an ex-Jehovah's Witness. Oh, right? okay. And so am I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and we're going to kind of talk about the whole Jehovah's Witness thing. That's sick. Okay, I like that. Yeah. It. I like that. Like, get into it. Like, why we were in it, why we got out of it, and the shitty shit that came afterwards. I like that. You know? But the thing is, I still have family members that are solely devout to it. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, my mom. 
She's super devout, and I still live with her. So, oh wow! Okay. <laughs> but but I don't have to worry about that shit because like my mom, like she she's not tech savvy. Uh, you know? Does she does she think that you're still? No, no, no. Like she you're knows. you're like she knows I'm not. Okay. Like there was a big drama around getting out of it. So oh like, damn! Like yeah, yeah. I, I was a I was a passive aggressive rebellious kid. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> dude. I was like I I was doing these like um. I was doing these small time, like, uh, I guess, like, what what is it when people take to the street streets with protests? Signs? Protests, yeah, small okay. time protests where where we would be in church and the whole sermon would be going on. It's not called a sermon there, but that is the nomenclature that everybody's used to. But the sermon's going on, right? And and I decide to rebel by uh, by doing my homework in the middle of it. <laughs> that's it. I but, mean, yeah. as far as, that's pretty great. Like, yeah. you're being productive, like, School comes first. Dude, I was smart about it. I was smart about it because I was like, oh, you expect me not to do my homework? This has to be done, ma'am. That is, that is so passive aggressive. Yeah, it's super <laughs> passive aggressive. There's backup to it. You can't stop me. Dude. Yeah. But So I'm not worried about her, but my older brother who's still in the religion is tech savvy, and he could bump into this. He sent me a friend request on Facebook. I haven't accepted it. So hopefully Ooh. he won't see it. But the thing is, I, I have it on public, so he might. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, back to you. Okay. Okay, back to you. So this whole diatribe started off with your laugh. Yeah. You said you didn't used to laugh this way. How did it? So, like, now you do. Yeah. You got this distinct laugh. <laughs> Can we hear it again, please? No. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Okay. Uh, uh, it's called... So, so how'd you get this laugh? Uh, I, one weekend, my friend's parents left out of town and I took like a eighth of mushrooms, <laughs> but it was in a chocolate torpedo. Mm-hmm. And so I just ate this chocolate torpedo that was just an eighth of mushrooms. And then I laughed for like <laughs> eight hours straight. Yeah. Just la- like the laugh I have now, like that. <laughs> <laughs> that. For eight hours straight, like super guttural, like I was going insane. Like I remember I felt like I had a choice of either going insane or yeah. coming back to sanity. <laughs> and like I chose sanity because I was just like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because I felt like if I went insane, you wouldn't have any problems, right? That's like the scary part about doing psychedelics is like you think you might go insane afterwards, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you, no, no, no. It's fine because that's what it, yeah, it was like a. It felt like it, you I, during that trip. It felt like I got to choose. Yeah, and I got this laugh as a souvenir. <laughs> 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 That's cool, man. And I, I'm glad you did. Would you say that maybe beforehand your laugh wasn't really real, like a real laugh? Oh, dude, honestly, probably because it probably wasn't a real laugh. Because I remember during that trip, I like the laugh. It felt. It made me feel good. Like it literally made my soul feel good yeah like i don't even know if i believe in a soul per se but yeah. it made it feel good yeah <laughs> okay jesus i like that's so interesting yeah it's super interesting because like it uh, do you remember your childhood laugh by chance no not that much no because d- i have a strong feeling and i'm super guessing here okay but like i think that maybe your childhood laugh sounded a lot like that it probably could have yeah because I, I think that, like, maybe at that time period, maybe you could have been laughing beforehand, but it was, like, a superficial laugh. Yeah. And then somehow the psychedelics just brought it out of you. Yeah. You know, brought out your real laugh, and now you're 
genuinely laughing when you laugh. Yeah, that's. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because like yeah. that that trip like is one of the main trips in my life where I was like, it changed me. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's. Oh god, see, this is where I get into stuff where I don't know if I want the public to know <laughs> it. <laughs> but I've done a fair share of psychedelics too, right? And um, I kind of worry that my current level of anxiety and depression, because my anxiety is weird. You know, my anxiety is to the point where I physiologically feel it. Like, if, if I'm having a real anxious time, like, my stomach will be in a knot. Like, okay. I'll feel, and it'll be really hard, and it'll hurt. Like, I've had uh, points where, like, I'll be out here in comedy scene or at work or wherever, and I'm just, like, hanging out with everyone, and I look super calm out here, but, but my stomach is so tight, and mm. so is my chest, and I'm just, like, like... I like it sends these like I, I read a lot of what's called uh, neurology books and shit like that. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the right term. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, a lot of numerology, numerology books uh, <laughs> about the brain and the body, yeah. but numbers, too. Um, and and like it, it talks about like the body talks to the brain and the brain talks to the body. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you have two different brains and like one's in your body and one's in your head. And the one that's in your head, that's the one that you actually understand because that's the one you're kind of controlling, you know, and it talks to you in the way that you know how to talk. You, you speak in your brain. Right. But your body speaks, too. But it doesn't do it with words or with thoughts. It does it with sensations. Right. Like whenever you get anxious, you get these like like tightness or you get shaky or you get sad. Your your like energy feels low and shit like that. And and the the, all these like this is the body's language and it sends it up to your your head and then your head like translates it into like, oh, I'm sad. Oh, I'm anxious. Oh, I'm depressed. Whatever it is. Right. Uh, And it's just like the interpretation that your brain is having. But. I don't remember where I was going with that. <laughs> but the point being is that after having done uh, what's called acid and mushrooms, like I, I, I started microdosing because I kind of heard of that it helps out with depression and shit like that. And, and I started noticing that I got more and more and more and an- anxious and shit like that. And I'm like, shit, is this because of the acid? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I think like we had different... Uh, to call psychedelic experiences in that regard. Yeah, true. But also, mine was like mushrooms, and I feel like mushrooms. Yeah, like they mushrooms and acid are similar, but there is a difference that like and I I feel like mushrooms is like that more like life changing trip and acid and natural. Is, yeah, and acid is more of that like fun crazy trip. It's yeah, like the same kind of trip, but those are the two differences. Yeah. I did mushrooms not too much, small, small amount, because I was kind of scared. You hear all these stories about, like, people, like, thinking that they're something that they're not. Like, you know, like the crazy trips and shit like that. And I get scared of that shit. Really? Yeah, because, like, I'm doing it at my mom's house. Oh, yeah, okay, that's true. (laughs) And I don't want to act a fool, but, but, like, part, big part of it is, like, I worry that word will get back to my mom. Like, what, what if I got arrested? In the middle of it, because I got crazy, yeah. right? And, and I'm just like, Ugh. but anyways, I, I took these mushrooms and I only took a minute amount. And and dude, I swear I was God. <laughs> I, I, I was definitely God at that moment, dude. Like, 
like every because because I read so much of this uh, law of attraction stuff and how we're all gods. Do you, I don't know if you believe in that shit, but I so really believe in it. Do you? Um, it's weird. Like I don't like I don't believe it into the point where I have a vision board, but mm-hmm. I do believe in it. And like you surround yourself with like what you want in life, and like you should. Like it, it makes you want to go after it more, and it makes yeah. it seems more attainable. Yeah, and and I could definitely see how like psychologically that would make sense. You know, where like you can explain it through through just sheer psychology, yeah. right? Like if you believe that you'll be able to do this, then obviously you'll have less uh, inhibitions to go after it, right? Uh, but if so, like maybe nothing magical is happening. But part of me does believe that the whole thing that we're all made out of energy and everything around us is made out of energy. So in essence, we are everything around us, right? And if we are everything around us and we really realize that, then maybe due to that, like we're able to alternate reality around us, right? Like make make the reality around us a different thing. Like it's this whole like shifting perception. Yeah, yeah, and. And and I was reading a lot about that when I took the mushrooms and afterwards <laughs> I was just like, fuck, dude, I talk to myself and myself is a God and I am a God and I am nothing, but I am everything all at the same time somehow. <laughs> just quietly look at you what? when I say that. Oh fuck! What did he get into? Oh my god! So we're what's the cult I need to join? Uh, it's called Whatever Works, <laughs> and it's a podcast with Jamie Merton. No, that's fine. I I know I did the same thing, but with uh, Ram Das because I had like uh, my friend let me borrow one of his books. Yeah, and what, I remember one of the pages like as I was tripping, like I saw it was like for like the definition of love. Yeah, and it's like one cannot attain love when one is love. When one is really what? Yeah, and I was like, that. "Oh, that makes sense." Yeah, yeah I just clicked right now. <laughs> okay, so for you dumb people, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but like that tripped me on. Like you know, I'm just tripping out. Read and I read that, and it just hit me so hard. Like yeah. I was like, Boof. I was like, "Oh, whoa." Yeah. Like, All right, that's cool. Like, no, it is cool, dude. I I dig that. Um, so you've been doing comedy for five years now. Yeah. Sweet. And you got into it because you wanted to, uh, like, it was this or suicide. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess so, yeah. (laughs) So so you've been at it for five years. It's like, I I like your style. It's very, um, uh, it's very jokey joke. Yeah. You know, it's super silly. And, and that's what I that that's why I like comedy, you know, because you could just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, right. It's and it's funny and, and stuff like that. So, wh- what are your big, biggest inspirations? Oh, yeah, man, like seriously, biggest inspirations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Segura, mm. who actually helped me make me help me realize that, that like doing stand up is something because I thought when I started at 22 it was too late yeah so I was like oh fuck like that's I missed it like you hear about like everyone that's like started when they're a teenager and it's like oh and then by the time they're 22 they're already they're already fucking doing some shit you know they're already like super funny and hilarious yeah but then I was like I just asked Tom Segura one like one weekend when he was at the Bray Improv oh you actually talked to him yeah I I was I was like right before because like I said I was like Either thinking about suicide or comedy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm just going to go watch Tom Segura, who I fucking love. Went like three days in a row, hung out and like talked to him and the other comics and like just literally just asked him about 
like stand up and like how to get into it and stuff like that. Yeah. And like that following Monday, I just went to my first mic and I was like, okay, well, there oh, you really? go. So I was like, that's it. That's <laughs> really cool, man. Like you actually, how did, how did you go about actually talking to the comics? Cause I mean, it might just be my self perception, but I assume cause they're big names. Like they do. I was also super naive at the time where yeah. like, you know, like now it, it would be harder for me to talk to them where it's like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Like, yeah. Now. But back then I was just like, I'm going to kill myself if I don't find a way to yeah. go into stand-up. So yeah. I was like, hey, how do you do this? Like, <laughs> That's I, Yeah, I was like, I just had these questions. Because like, you know how like they hang out like after the show and like yeah. talk to everyone? Yeah. I just waited till I was the last person. Okay. And I would just that's when I was like, Can I ask you some questions about stand up and stuff like that? I'm like, because I want I want I just told I just broke it down. So I'm like, hey, I, I really want to get into this and I just don't know how to do it. And like I feel like I'm starting late. That's cool, man. Yeah. Who who else was there? It was uh Tom Segura, Jeff Tate, and Matt Fultron. I don't know those guys. No, guys. they're no. super hilarious. Super they're hilarious. Like, yeah, they're yeah. funny. I like them. They're really good guys. That's cool, man. Uh what what kind of advice did he get they give you? Really just starting, like, you really, there's no, like, he he was reassuring me that 22 is not late. If anything, that's the perfect time to start because uh-huh. you, he was just like telling me, like, I, cause I, I was like, oh, should you start young? Like, no, because when you start young, you don't really have much stuff to talk about of because course, yeah. you don't have a bunch of life experience. You're yeah. just literally making fun of what you know. Yeah. And it's not much. But at least, like, 22 in your 20s, later on, you have more life experience to talk about. That's cool. So I was like, okay, that's really cool. It, that made me feel like you were, can never really start too late. Yeah. Okay. Sweet man. Like, I when when I started, I was like, um, I started after you. I'm assuming. Okay. I'm pretty sure I did. So I think I was probably like 25 or something. Okay. You know, and and oddly enough, I I jumped into it only because, like, I had. I guess jokingly said it to my brother, but but kind of serious beforehand, where because I used to love watching Seinfeld <laughs> when I was younger, yeah. right? And, and one time he picked me up from high school, and I was like, I think I want to be a stand-up comedian because like I, I was a funny guy. Like, Wait, are you the funny guy in your group? I don't friends? think so. No, really? Well, now now I probably am, but I never thought of myself as the funniest person. Do you still hang out with like these same group of friends? Kind of, yeah. Like I try to see them as much as I can, but that's not as much as it was because it's just like now it's work and comedy. Do I, well, like, who's the funny guy in your group of friends? Fuck, dude. Dude, there used to be some guys that I thought should be comedians. Yeah. Like, like you know, like straight up. Like, and I thought they would have. Like, I, I have this homie, Eric, who for the longest <laughs> time, I was like, when I was starting, I was like, you should start with me. Like, you was like you should, like, you know, you yeah. do this. Like, you're fucking hilarious. Yeah. But. But no go? Just no go. Just had start a family. Oh. <laughs> 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 what a miss. No, just kidding. Well, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like at the same time, it's like you kind of have to have the drive to want to do comedy yeah. as well. Yeah. Because like if you couldn't even, I, he was definitely funny enough to start. It's just taking it upon yourself to start. Yeah. That, that's crazy, man. Like I, I would assume you'd be the funny guy in your group of friends just based on your personality alone. Yeah. No, I was always, I, I was always chill. I mean, I, I don't think I was like the... I wasn't unfunny, but I yeah. feel like I've always tried to like be funny, mm-hmm. and so I just remember all the miss attempts of this, <laughs> you know. <laughs> hey man, you have to miss before you make it. All yeah, right, exactly. don't 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 you down yourself, Brian. All right, okay. So 
what, what were you going on about? Okay, so the only reason I started was because uh, I used to watch Seinfeld, and I told my brother that I wanted to do it. And my brother's super critical because he's an artist, <laughs> and, and he does comic books, so everything he says is a critique, okay. right? And I told him some shitty joke that was in Seinfeld format, and <laughs> he was just like, that's not good. <laughs> and I just, like, I was like... Okay, not for me. Uh. But I was the funny guy in the group of my friends and whatnot. And then just somewhere down the line, as I got older, I was like, I don't have a life. Like, there's, I'm not doing anything. I might as well try this shit out. And then yeah. I did. And I came up on you guys and stuff like that. And it took me, what, two years to finally start talking to you guys. It's called in, in a casual manner. Yeah. Like I said, I have anxiety. Yeah, that's fine. Um, okay, so... Uh, I introduced you as Svelte. Yeah, what is that? It means the skinny. material. Oh, okay. Nah, dude. I thought you were talking about svelte, like the the material. Like, nah, okay. it's an adjective, dude. Svelte. It's an ad- yeah, yeah. You never heard of svelte? No. Really? Okay. It's svelte. It's slender. It's slim. You're looking good, dude. You lost some lbs. Yeah. How's that going for you? It's good. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. What are you doing? What am I doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Cause uh, like we, you were heavier than me, and now I'm definitely heavier than you. Yeah. I started this year, uh, cause I I've been like writing my weight down every day. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. I, that helps a lot because it helps keep you accountable for every little ounce that you gain or lose, you know? Dang. Okay. So like if you write down your weight every day, then you keep track like way easier. Okay. Uh, I started off this year at 223 pounds <laughs> and I'm currently at 189. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, damn. I think you might technically still be heavier than me, <sighs> <laughs> but I'm definitely catching up to you. Yeah. You know, I've been gaining so much weight and it, and it pisses me off. <laughs> well, it's that, that Taco Bell, baby. It's so good. <laughs> I just had some yesterday. <laughs> Called it. I, I know, dude. Like, uh, why'd you have to say that? <laughs> <laughs> dude, I had Taco Bell the last three days. Oh, see, it's there you so go. Good. So, are you alternating your, your actual diet? Yeah. You are. What are you eating? Um, well, because, like, I started off doing keto. and Oh, then, you did? Okay. Yeah. But then, like, I don't do that anymore, but I kind of keep that same mentality. Low carbs? Low carbs, low sugar. And, like, if I get a burger, I try to get a lettuce wrap. Like, mm-hmm. you know? Like, just try to cut out as much carbs as I can. Yeah. And then that's it's pretty... It's not as good as a bun burger, though. I, you know... You got to not say that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, the only reason I say that is because the bun will absorb the condiments. Yeah, of course. The lettuce repels them. It does. Uh, it just slips them out yeah, from any out. angle. <laughs> it doesn't add, like, but no, I got you, dude. I tried keto for a sec, and I'm trying to do it again. So, like, okay, so you're not doing keto anymore. Are you going to jump back into it eventually? I should. I'm trying to, like, get down to, like, 170, 180. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that supposed to be, like, the... Wait, how how tall are you? Uh, dude, I don't even know. Probably, like, 5'10". 5'10"? Yeah. You're that much taller than me? I don't know. I'm 5'7". You're 5'7"? I yeah. don't think I'm that much taller than you, but... I feel inferior to you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the, okay, so see, this is whatever works. 
right? Okay. So my segments, my segues are totally irrational. <laughs> like, there's no reason I should be talking about what I'm about to bring up. But the other day, <laughs> the other day I went to this bar and I was going to a coworker's birthday party, and then I bumped into this other coworker, and this guy's super tall, and he just kept talking down to me, mm. just because of the fact that he's taller than me. I took that so personal. <laughs> I'm an alpha man. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fucking alpha, okay? Okay. So, like, don't look down on me. <laughs> That's what I fucking told him, too. I was like, you should sit down <laughs> while you're fucking talking to me, okay? Because... No. <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to add that in. <laughs> just because I said I was 5'10". Yeah. <laughs> it pissed me off a little bit. I was about to kick you out, dude. And I was <laughs> so close, but I was like, no, I'm in a good mood. Remember, Jamie, you're in a good mood, right? Yeah. Just chilling. <laughs> okay. Damn, dude, that that's... Like you're actually writing down the weights that you're doing, like you're losing. That's so crazy. Like that that's actual actually very um that's very disciplined. Yeah. You I know? mean, there's definitely days where I forget or like when I'm working, like, like you when do I it every the, day? I try to, but like, right. you know, there's days where I'll miss sometimes. But then yeah. I try not to go more than like three days that's without crazy. writing my weight down. What made you like think of the idea of writing your weight down? Honestly, fuck. I think I want to say probably David Goggins. Probably, oh, I think the, the, the the Marine guy? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I think, like, because I follow him on Instagram, I think I just remember seeing a post, and it was, like, something about when he's talking about how when he lost weight, he, like, wrote, I think he said that he wrote his weight down every day because it helps really? keep you accountable Okay. for what all your bad decisions or anything that you're, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, you can have a cheat meal, like, I do, I'll have Taco Bell, like one, like, you know. We but shouldn't I'm, have Taco Bell after. No, I just had four days <laughs> in a row. <laughs> no, 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 dude. I, yeah. I, I, okay, continue. continue. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. But then it's like. Taco Bell. I do too. <laughs> but then it's just like, if you weigh yourself every day or as often as possible and you write that weight down, then if you have a Taco Bell one day, you're like, oh, I gained like a little bit of pounds, but not too much. And I'll, you yeah. keep, then you work on it. But if you don't go with every day, you you end up for like three or four days with Taco Bell, and then you're like, yeah. oh fuck, it adds up quick. Okay. So have you always been like this kind of level of discipline about uh, everything? I had no, I haven't been this disciplined about like my weight and stuff since like I was in wrestling. Oh, <laughs> and you I used was to like, wrestle? yeah, but like I don't know. I used to be in wrestling for the exercise. Okay. And I would miss all the matches. Oh, <laughs> there you go. You didn't want a match? No. Why? No. We don't. Oh, You're okay. <laughs> I just Dude. wanted to get in shape. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. It's called that that like do you you don't utilize this in any other aspects of life though? What, wrestling? No, no, then like <laughs> writing down your like commitment and whatnot. Um yeah, I try, I, lately I've been writing like down like a to-do list of small things to do for the day and like okay. you know, like small achievable things. Yeah. And then just, no, that's pretty much it. Like other, I'm kind of I'm not like I don't have it all together. <laughs> okay. It's okay. But you know, I'm trying Neither whatever works. <laughs> Dude, that 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 is the motto. Yeah. YOLO. <laughs> uh, dude, okay. All right. So so what else? What else? I know that you are mildly into conspiracy theories. Yeah, mildly. 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 Okay. So what what 
Do you believe these conspiracy theories? Okay, so th- it's like a weird thing of like when I got into conspiracies, it started off like simple, like like Zeitgeist, nine eleven, JFK. What Zeitgeist? Have you never seen Zeitgeist? No, I don't <gasps> think so. Oh my goodness, Jamie. Okay. okay, all right. So it's like this movie that came out, and it like was this big conspiracy movie that like showed you like. It showed you certain events like like religion, 9-11, and like some other thing. Mm-hmm. And then it brought it showed you the case or whatever, and then it's giving you facts of like how this how it disproves it. And it just kind of like just disproves all this stuff. And it's a big conspiracy movie. And okay. It became super popular and everyone like was talking about it for a while. Yeah. But then so that's what kind of got me into it. And then so I like conspiracies and it's like, you know, I'll dive in every now and again, but it's so it gets it gets depressing and it gets yeah. crazy. And then like it's also weird to be like known as the conspiracy guy because <laughs> then you just get all of <laughs> Yeah. And then people come up to you with like conspiracies that are so crazy and deep and they're like, Well, I thought you were a conspiracy theorist. And yeah. I was like, No, nah, no. Nah. I thought you were a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Okay, like, nah, so dude. good good thing I mentioned mildly into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. I, I get you, dude, because like I I listen to a lot of them too, but not from like a very good resource. You know Shane mm. Dawson, dude? No. You aware of Shane Dawson? I, it sounds familiar. It sounds like a name I should hate. It's, it's a very, uh, he's a gay YouTuber. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. <laughs> That's a hate crime. <laughs> no, he's really funny. I, I follow, he's been in the YouTube game for since the beginning. So he's got like 2 million or 10 million subscribers now. Guy's like famous and shit like that. That's cool. Yeah, but part of it is like he talked about in, uh, conspiracy theories, and that's how I got into them. And, and but the thing about me is I'm super gullible, mm. you know. Like, yeah, I, mean, I, I think I am too. <laughs> it scares me, you know. Like, if this shit's real, it's fucking scary. Yeah. Like my my friends, I have these friends, and I don't hang out with them too much anymore because like they're very negative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they're very big conspiracy theorists. Like they they believe. They they think these really dark conspiracy theories about how like um, the Jews run everything and shit like that, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to go down this path with you guys. Yeah. This is real deep end shit. <laughs> like I I have a feeling you just don't want to like take responsibility over your life. A little bit. Yeah. Well, like it's a little bit. Like I. I don't know. Like I was getting into it. Like I like small conspiracy. Like I got mad the other day. Because uh, of, like, handbags and stuff like that. And I realize that most girls don't know what a pocket check is. What is a pocket check? Like I said, most girls don't know what a pocket (laughs) check (laughs) is. No, like, a pocket check. Like, you know when you take everything out of your pocket to see what you carry and stuff like that? So, like, guys will do a pocket check. Okay. But um, but girls have, like, purses and handbags and stuff. Yeah. And so, like, guys literally have to carry all their stuff in their pocket and make sure that whatever they carry with them can fit just in their pockets. Yeah. And girls, and the conspiracy is that girls always have to have a handbag or a purse or a clutch or something like that to carry stuff because designers design their pockets too small oh, or yeah. without pockets yeah. to sell purses, clutches, and handbags. Oh, okay. So That makes sense. Yeah. I've worn girls' 
pants before. Yeah. And the pockets are crazy small. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They don't need to be that small. Yeah. Okay. Damn, dude. I never thought about that shit. See, that's the kind of shit that I like. That's yeah. Like, those are the kind of conspiracies I like. I think that's more marketing than conspiracy theory. I, I know, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, okay. So, oddly enough, on the drive over here, I saw like a sign for roses, twelve ninety nine, and I was like, damn, that's kind of expensive. Right, and, I, and then I started thinking. I'm like, why are roses so damn expensive? Like, out of all the flowers, I mean, yeah, they're nice looking and whatnot, but, but they're super expensive. And then I started clicking the dots. I'm like, Valentine's Day, they they sell roses as a thing that you should sell to ev- like yeah. show your love and shit like that. So they're super expensive on that day. But even then, people like really connect it to. Like the romance right there. The, I don't know if you could see what I'm drawing in the sky right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, even though it's not Valentine's Day, you know that if what you want to give your honey is like some form of demonstration of love, then it's going to be roses, right? And mm. all you have is propaganda on it. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> just fine. going down the no, deep I can, end. I could do that too because it's just like how, like, in movies, they like. When you want to do something romantic, they like leave a trail of rose petals. Yeah, it's never like dandelions or something. Yeah. <laughs> dandelions look nice. Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> it, it, what are you yellow, right? Yeah. Golden light, golden road, fucking Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Come dude. on, get with it. Dang. Okay. All right. Cool. So this is the Whatever Works podcast, and uh, that being said, I've run out of topics. So <laughs> yeah. now we're just gonna go random. Random. You like random? That's fine. Okay. Let me take like a show with this shit right here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just hitting the vape. That, hey, shh. This, this is sponsored, dude. <laughs> you can't be talking about vapes on here. Okay. <laughs> I didn't kidding. say a brand name. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by... What was this drink again? The Great One. The Great One I, Double IPA. It's not sponsored, but it's brought to you by, because I drank one of these before starting it, and it's what's powering me right now. <laughs> yes. it, it is what's giving me the essence of life at this very moment, dude. Okay. Uh, have you been on any other podcasts? Should I be jealous? Uh, you should be a little jealous. Yeah? I've had past relationship with podcasts. What podcast, <laughs> dude? Um, ah, just all our friends' podcasts. Never heard it. <laughs> all all Never our heard friends. <laughs> nope. Uh, whatever works. Hey, hey, that, all that shit right there. <laughs> that shit's dope, dude. And that like that one episode where like he talked about the things and the whatevers and yeah, <laughs> and it worked. Yeah, dude, you're into scary movies, right? I have the worst obsession with scary movies. Okay. I will, I pretty much watch a scary movie every day. I I'm every sure, day, almost every Today? day. Today. Not today, just because okay. I had to be here kind of early. Okay. But tonight, for sure. <laughs> oh, really? What are you going to watch? I'm not sure, because I like to scroll and like find some really bad things. Like I found this really bad movie the, like, the other night called Robo Vampire. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Came out in the 80s. The cover is RoboCop uh-huh. shooting Chinese vampires. They have to be Chinese. They are in the like the like chi- like you know like a emperor kung, Chin- okay. like kung fu or like okay. garn uh-huh. or garbs. Gar- yeah. Is it garbs? Garb garbage? Yeah, garbage. <laughs> They're in the kung fu garbage. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Um, and it's just it was so bad, but it was so great, and I don't know why I love shit like that. Yeah, like I love 
horrible horror movies. Okay, like, so it's not actually good scary movies. Yeah, then. yeah. I don't like. I hate jump scare scary movies. I yeah. hate. Um, Is it because they're actually scary? No, <laughs> no. It's a cheap scare. It's like it's more. You're startled. But you get scared. You're startled. Like you, if anything, it's more of a reaction to the loud noise in your ear because you're afraid that your eardrums are gonna pop. Okay. Like it's like ah, Jesus. <laughs> ah. <laughs> But you're into bad ones then? Oh, yeah. Really? What got you into this? Uh, do you, I think it's like a mixture of like growing up around watching horror movies. Because mm-hmm. whenever I go to my cousins, they would make me watch like Tales from the Crypt, mm-hmm. uh, the Chucky movies, mm-hmm. like all like just a bunch of horror movies and stuff yeah. like that. So it was like, okay, I got, I got used to being scared. Like, I like being scared. Okay. But then it got into like this bad like... I love because like, I love campy. There's something like with bad horror movies. It's really bad, but the actors in it are so good, and yeah. like they they're like this is this is my role. Like this is what it, you know. They're serious about it. Yeah, and it makes it campy, and it's great. Okay, like, it's serious, but it's terrible. Dude, you're one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. So, oh God, I I I love watching TV and I love watching Netflix and YouTube and stuff like. But I can't. No. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I, I do watch bad shows. <laughs> yeah, so I think we all like bad things. Yeah, I don't know. It's something about them that, like, like you know, you're you can relax. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Is more of turn your brain off. Okay. Like enjoyment. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, because I think that was one thing too that I, when people don't like those kind of movies, I think it's because they take it too seriously. That's what I am. Yeah, you just yeah. don't take the movie seriously. Like it's gonna have plot holes. Mm. It's not gonna answer all your questions. Yeah. <laughs> it's just enjoy these scenes that they put together that might tell a story. Okay. I could see it from that point of view. Yeah. For sure. Like cuz cuz I do the same shit, you know? Um but like when it comes to horror, like I want to be like really scared. When I watch them, yeah, I mean, I like yeah. that too. Yeah, I like I like watching good like scary like. What's the scariest movie you've seen? The scariest movie I've seen, fuck, I'm I'm literally I just thought of the most gory one that I saw recently that I liked, and it was uh the Green Room. Mm. I really like that <laughs> one. It was like legit. So it's like this punk band that is like on the road and whatever, but they're trying to get back home. So they book this one gig at like this like this compound type thing, but it's like a punk compound, but it's run by Nazis, like neo-Nazis. Oh, what the heck? Okay. Yeah, so it's like, well, they're paying us, and we just need, we're just trying to get home, you know? So it's like a gig, and they're in the green room, and then they like load, they're like, they load out, but then they have to go back in and grab their gear, and there's like a dead body, and they see that they killed someone. Oh, jeez. And so okay. they've seen too much. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, then it's like becomes this whole crazy like suspense of like, what they're like, we're in a green room right now, they yeah. trap they trap themselves in the green room because that's the only place that they're safe. Mm-hmm. And they're they're outside, like everyone, like, you know, everyone in the compound's outside, like trying to kill them, and they're like trying to find a way out. And it's just, like this crazy, like, ugh. Okay. That sounds but, good. Green yeah. room. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah. I think I think the scariest movie I've seen was Paranormal Activity. Dude, when that came out, that was very scary. That it was. was when it first came out, and you saw it in theaters. I thought it was real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the way they did it, it's like yeah, found footage can be dope, but it ha- I feel like it has to be a while, because like whenever like something good found footage comes out, yeah, it, like 
everyone starts doing it. Yeah. And there's like, then it becomes, it just floods the market, kind of. Yeah. And you're no. like, ah, I'm over it. They were doing that for a really long time after Paranormal Activity. Yeah. And then when they, like, they kept on doing like the, the, like the sequels to Paranormal Activity, I was just like, oh, this is going overboard. Yeah. Like they kind of diluted the brand. For found footage, did you like Cloverfield? I did. Yes. Yeah. See, that's one of them where I was like, found footage style, done really well. Also, another, I love the Cloverfield universe. There's, yeah. Do you, do you like, have you watched them, the movies and stuff like that? Not like, super, but I've seen the first one. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, oh, my. Okay. Explain the, the Cloverfield uh, universe to me. Dude, it's so hard to explain it. It's just literally the marketing for that, those movies are so insane. Like, there's like an ARG, like an alternate reality game that happens on the internet and in real life. Mm hmm. That's like advertisement for the game that not everyone's aware of, but it's like, uh, like a treasure hunt type thing to find clues for the movie. So they'll set up like proxy websites that you that will have like you have to enter a certain passcode or something like that, mm -hmm. or they'll have hints to certain things. For what is it, Ten Cloverfield Lane? They had like a duffel bag in a locker in Chicago with a cell phone. That like someone what had the? to yeah that someone had to find like this is it, real life real life Jesus okay then like they they even had like a puzzle piece like if you look in the movie when uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane when she's building the puzzle and it's missing a couple pieces mm -hmm. those were actually part of a part of the game because the there's like a soda swamp pop if you bought like a case of swamp pop it came with a puzzle piece inside of it but no one knew why. Oh, really? But then when you watch the movie, she couldn't find those pieces. Yeah. And that's because they got shipped out in the Swamp Pop thing or whatever. Whoa, that's crazy. Okay. How'd you bump into this information? It's, it's, oh, man. You just looked it up? Yeah, like, you can, I just found it through, like, ARGs. Like, yeah. Like, I just found it, because I know they did something similar with the first one. They did, like, uh, everybody that's at the party in the first movie, mm -hmm. all those people had a MySpace profile. And they the night of the movie like they're all like active profiles kind of and then the night of the movie they're like oh yeah we're gonna go to the, we're gonna go to the party tonight are you going yeah. like and so they all went to the party and then like it'll, that's when shit was like start getting crazy and like oh <laughs> so to make it look even more real yeah. oh that's so crazy yeah that's dope I, I never even thought about that I mean that definitely like brings up so much more hype for the movie it does because it like makes you worry yeah and yeah it, and it makes you like more invested and in, like you oh that's tight. Yeah, it's so. such great marketing. Oh, I gotta be a marketer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so you're into scary movies, but like, are, have you ever had any paranormal activities happening in your life? Um, yeah, but no. It's like one of those things where like it happens, but like you feel like you can kind of explain it in a way. Okay, it's like okay, like I can I understand how someone would be like, that was that's a par paranormal activity, you know? Yeah. So like. Basically, when I was 16, mm. my cousin died. Well, yeah, he died, and then we had to go bury him. We took, went to the funeral and stuff like that. Uh, it was out in Arizona, like, near the reservation. Mm -hmm. And I'm Native American. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if you know that, Jamie. <laughs> I knew that, but, but the people didn't. I yeah. mean, your last name is Matthews, dude. It's I'm honestly, uh, I'm, a, I'm like a splinter cell. <laughs> okay i'm sorry i was about or, to ask you an alternate question but continue, okay. continue. Uh, see that's my problem i like uh, keep on topic okay <laughs> um but yeah so uh funeral buried him 
Uh, went to my uncle's house, his dad's house. Yeah. Uh, spent the, he didn't live at that house though at the time. So, but I went to my uncle's house to stay the night there. Uh, stayed in their guest room. And I remember just sitting there. I was on my phone. There was like a heater because it's super cold. It's in the middle of the desert, like at mm-hmm. night, so it gets really fucking cold. And I'm just laying in there, and then like all the power in my room just goes out. And I was like, oh, I thought it was the whole house. Yeah. So I was like, oh, what the fuck? And I got up and I opened the door, but all the lights and stuff were still working throughout the whole house. It was just my room. I was like, oh, well, that fucking sucks. So yeah. I just like kind of just went back to bed and laid there. And then like probably not that much time passed by before like I was just in complete darkness on my phone. And then like there was a shadow of a person at the side of my bed. Yeah. With super long hair, just like my cousin. Yeah. And then, like, I just saw them right there next to me, and then they started crouching down <laughs> and just getting closer and closer to my face, like, yeah. slowly, very slowly. I saw their hair, dry, like, just dre- like drenched. No, dra- draped. <laughs> just, <laughs> just draped down. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, like, hanging over my face, and they were just getting closer and closer, and I was just paralyzed with fear. Like, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. You know, because I'm just like, there's someone here that I didn't even know. I was like, how do you explain this? Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And then finally, like, I just show, like grabbed my phone and like put it <laughs> in front of my face. Yeah. And nothing. Okay. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was so freaked out. That's super. I cute. didn't even know what to do. Like at the time, I like literally was just texting this girl from like Colorado that I met on MySpace. Yeah. Like I was just like, oh my god! Like I just need someone to talk to you right yeah. now. Yeah. Like I just I just can't go to sleep. Like I can't. Like oh, that's so scary. Out. But then what I. Later on, I kind of realized, like, oh, that's probably sleep paralysis. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's what I was... But but then you said that you were texting the girl. So when this was happening, did you have the phone over your head? No. Like, I was, like, I had it over my head, like, texting. Uh-huh. But then, like, I put it down, and then, like... Oh. So you might have, was, like, like re- passed yeah, out Yeah, I might have like passed out, and then, wo- yeah, and then woke up, and, like, it might have not felt like... I fell asleep at all. Okay. Okay. That that's where it gets tricky. Yeah. But exactly. at the same time, like, there's no no saying that he couldn't have visited you in that paralysis dream. Yeah. So that it was real. Yeah. You know, have you had paralysis dreams for a while? Uh, no. I've had it a couple times. Yeah. But not like just because I was like I actively tried to lucid dream at one point. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I only did it once, and then like I you know after what's that, the process to lucid dream? Uh, checking the time a lot. Like, always, constantly check the time throughout your day. Always. Oh, really? Always check the time. Okay. And, and then, like, looking in the mirror. Because in your dream, you have no perception of time. And, like, supposedly, like, you, when you look in the mirror, you won't see yourself or you won't, like, you can't see your face really. Oh, okay. So right. looking in the mirror and checking the time. And so okay. that was my big thing was checking the time a lot. It would always have to, like, check the time, check the time, check the time. And then if I, would, if I was in a dream and I checked my time and I couldn't tell what time it was, then it was like, oh, it's a dream. Oh, and then that, then I become conscious in my dream. Oh, that's trippy. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I think I've only had like lucid dreams like one handful of times, but, but, but those paralysis dreams I've had so many of them. Yeah, that shit's scary. Like waking up and you can't fucking move, and you're just like, oh my god. Fuck, those are the worst. Yeah. Like this one time, I had one where where I thought I was awake. But then I found out it was a paralysis dream, and then I woke up, but it was another paralysis dream. <laughs> Damn. And that then, fucking sucks. And then I woke up from that one, oh, no. and it was another paralysis dream. 
And then another one. It was like oh, 10 of them. <laughs> Literally 10 of them, dude. Like I had, like, it was a paralysis dream. So, you know, you're like f- fairly conscious of it. And, and I was literally counting them. I was like 10 of them in a row. And then the last one, like it was a demon that was next to me. Mm-hmm. And he rose me up and he started like hovering me around and spinning me and shit. And then he got me on my, my stomach I thought he was gonna rape me, dude. <laughs> That's what I, I thought. I thought you were about to tell me, and he raped me. No, no, I thought it. It was. I was so scared, man. I was so scared. Jesus Christ! All right, dude. So we pretty much hit an hour here. All right. Did you have fun? I did. This was was fun. this enjoyable? Yeah, I always enjoy having a conversation. Okay, with you. good. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I, I'll, I'll be, I'll be frank with you. I was fairly nervous uh, jumping into. I don't know why. I, I wanted to impress you, I guess. Nah, man, you don't gotta impress me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, but as I was mentioning to you, like I was, I was glad that I came into here in a good mood. Yeah, because like if I wasn't in a good mood, I don't know if it would have gone this well. <laughs> like we would have stopped at minute thirty. Seriously, and, and then you just got out of work. Yeah. So like I was kind of worried that you'd be in work mode. Yeah, nah. Nah. I even changed clothes just to like make sure like. You were fully out of work mode. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Do you ever, like, take your work outside of work? Like, that same mood and whatnot? Oh, yeah. Way too much. Yeah. I, I I feel like sometimes I have a problem with anger. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You? Yeah. Okay. Before we finish, <laughs> talk, <laughs> t- tell me more about that. Anger? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because, well, like, I used to be angrier you know, when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I used to be a lot angrier and stuff like that. Like I used to go to hardcore shows and that would be like my like from skating and like going to hardcore shows, like yeah. those were my events for anger where it was just like skate until you drop and then like just go into the pits and like literally just almost fight with people, like yeah. fight with whenever and like you know, it wasn't a thing. But now like as I got older definitely chill out. Okay. But then now it's like certain things where it's like it brings out that anger and then I'm like fuck like you know so you're out like you're, you outburst with it yeah kind of i'll have a, i'll have like small outbursts yeah oh, really yeah Dang. i don't think i've ever seen you angry no i mean there's never been a reason for you to ever see me angry or anyone else okay. it's like literally like sometimes if i'm in a bad mood and i'm driving or something and someone does something purposely dickish okay yeah then like i get fucking pissed and you'll i'll just punch my steering wheel really yeah wow <laughs> this is a different side of brian i didn't know yeah, jesus dude. see this is this is where we are different you know uh when when i get angry i bottle that shit up and I keep it inside of me. And I'm pretty sure that's why my belly hurts all the time. Probably. Yeah, because like I bottle up a lot of emotions. But I, I'm angry all the time, dude. Like I'm angry so much of the day at work. <laughs> but I won't do or say anything about it because I'm at work. Yeah, that, well, that's also different, too. But then, yeah. like, I, <laughs> my favorite thing to do at work is when I'm, like, mad, I'll literally just start singing a song. <laughs> but and replacing all the lyrics with fuck you or fuck myself or like fuck you go fuck myself like you Jesus. know like just some dumb <laughs> shit where i'm like just saying fuck a lot and yeah. like how i fucking hate my life or you know okay so and then for some reason it helps me feel better oh really okay that's cool <laughs> so you have at least an outlet to get out of it yeah kind of i mean that's like no it works dude Kind of, yeah. If it gets you out of it, fuck it, dude. Because then like, you're just being silly, and it's hard to stay mad when you're being silly. Yeah. It's like, you know. I read this, like, thing from Tony Robbins. Okay. 
<laughs> like really sink that in um, where, where he talks about like whenever things get you upset or sad or something like that like talk like replay that scene but change the the voices of the people that got you mad mm-hmm. like over exaggerate them and make them sound funny oh, okay. and shit like that and then like it makes you laugh about the situation that's kind of what it reminds me of yeah so you uh, have a good tool there for yourself kind of yeah it's, just yeah. Very, it's a very silly tool like hell yeah dude <laughs> See, I, I sing songs too, but not when I'm mad. I just do it in general, but then I change words to Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's got a gun. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's the same thing. No, that's the same song. <laughs> but, but I think about myself, like, I'm going to kill everyone. <laughs> 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 oh man hell yeah okay well i'm glad this episode i i feel like it's a good episode i feel like we i feel like we could keep it going yeah uh, it's called so but i really need to pee okay that's fine yeah you want to keep it going no no let's let's put a good cap on this put it's a good like, cap on it yeah. you think that was a good cap yeah. okay hell yeah fuck yeah all right that's definitely a good laugh at the very end from the brian matthews with his genuine uh Aww. individualistic laugh yeah. there yeah. <laughs> all right man what do you have to plug uh let's see well tonight i have a show but you might not have that up just follow me at brian with no eyes for the 10 people that are listening if you're not <laughs> following me already i would really appreciate it Hell yeah. Um, oh, no, that's pretty much it. That's it. Okay, sweet. Um, you guys know the dealio. I'll put his info down on the description box below. You can read that there. I'll also have mine. You guys can follow me on Instagram, Rude Dude Jamie. Facebook is woke. Facebook.com slash woke dude Jamie. And then there's a YouTube channel. You know, I talk about self help shit and fucking. You know, just, uh, just I'm sorry, can I get that a little bit uh, a little bit lower? You know, I'm improving your life and trying to get woke and shit. And All right, and that's our show. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. 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 All right, sweet.